Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cheat Sheet edition of the Steel City Underground podcast brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, check out Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate in men's hygiene with a bundle that's still available. Got to hurry up, though, uh, because time's running out right before Christmas. So check out their holiday sale, 10% off the entire website and free shipping over at Manscaped.com. Dot com. It's a product myself. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I personally endorse this stuff, the right tools for the job. And this is our shorter edition of the podcast. And again, presented by Mans uh, Manscaped, as you could tell, waterproof products, powerful performance, and wireless charging, everything all built into one, even a little LED lights. So uh, if you're looking for a little more in-depth analysis uh, for Sunday's game between two, five and eight teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers heading off to play the Carolina Panthers, I would encourage you to check out our other show uh, that aired just a little bit, maybe in the middle of the week, because um, what you have happening uh, is not a whole lot of activity. We're waiting to see who the starting quarterback for the Steelers is going to be. Not an official word. It's going to happen until sometime on Saturday. We kind of surmised this myself and Brian E. Roach, and we asked, does it matter who the quarterback is that plays? Not so much looking at the Carolina Panthers, unfortunately, because they ain't got a whole lot in old Mother Hubbard's cupboards, other than Chuba Hubbard, maybe Dante Foreman, another team heavy on the run attack, playing decently well since Steve Wilkes took over for a fired Matt Rule. Uh, that whole team just uh, got completely gutted. And they've been doing. <laughs> They went and traded for Baker Mayfield. They have Sam Darnold, who should be starting on Sunday. P.J. Walker, they've had a number of different quarterbacks at their helm. And the Steelers, not much unlike the Panthers in this regard. We're waiting on uh, whether or not Kenny Pickett, who did practice this week, however, still has not been cleared from concussion protocol, whether or not he will be playing with the limited reps that he has had. Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, splitting those starting reps between Mitch Trubisky and for the first time this year, Mason Rudolph, who has not had the first team reps uh, pretty much not at all. A little bit in training camp, very little. Somebody that I was definitely pounding my desk hard for. I'd like to see him get an opportunity. I'd like to see him do well. Deontay Johnson pretty much said the same, and I think that's where the news is going to be. I think it's going to be either Pickett's cleared, we're going to roll the dice and we're going to continue going. Or do you shut him down for an extra week? Maybe the league shuts him down, whoever it might be. I have to consider, though, he would probably be ruled out as a few other players had been all ready for Sunday. Some Saturday games here as well. But Russell Wilson, Mike White with the New York Jets, those guys are all done uh, for the upcoming games for their respective teams. But no word yet on Kenny Pickett, which makes me think that there's still a window of opportunity that he can play. Do you want him out there being a rookie? Mike Tomlin had some uh, words to say about that as well uh, in, in regard to pretty much, um, you know, is he going to be somebody that you could just throw out there with a little bit of a uh, little bit of experience? And that's uh, that's always that's always something you got to question when you're dealing with rookie quarterbacks. So let's take a look just real quick over at the full Steelers 
uh, injury report for this game with the Panthers. Kenny Pickett is listed, though, as doubtful with the limited practices. Also, Miles Jack did not practice first two uh, practices of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, limited, also doubtful with the groin injury. It doesn't really bode well for the Steelers. Some other guys with some uh, kind of sketchy uh, practice participation throughout the week. Josh Jackson, who's really not playing at all. Not really of high concern, but Deontay Johnson still with the hip, a DMP and limited. There's a chance he may not play. Najee Harris looks like he's going to be a go uh, practiced um, in full each of the last two days. Uh, as has uh, Cam Sutton, who showed up on the report with a stinger in his neck. Also looking ahead to Pat Fryermuth, he was limited after not practicing the first two days with a foot. Steelers are just banged up all over the place. And of course, Larry Ogunjobi was his usual practice once per week. Uh, this with a toe again, a toe injury sucks. I know everybody thinks it's silly, but if you've ever had one, I gave the story about two days before Christmas when the old wife and I were horse around the hallway and somebody, uh, myself said some smart ass comment and she playfully shoved me nothing malicious or violent. Right. And my foot just went crack right into a baseboard and I broke my big toe and hobbling around for the holidays was not very much fun. So uh, just keep that in, uh, keep that in mind, uh, because I know some people are like, Hey, what's going on? Like with this type of guy, like why, why, why is it a toe injury? You know, um, the best I saw though, is like, uh, the soccer players that they get their shirt pulled and they're just rolling around on the field, crying, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, taking a look over at the Carolina Panthers side of this injury report, make it a little bit larger for those that are watching over on YouTube. Thank you for supporting steel city underground. And you could see this a little more larger in charge. Brandon Smith out a lot of questionables. It's the only player with a real game designation. Um, Corey Littleton uh, was a full participant finally on Friday after being limited twice others being limited twice during the week, but having some sort of participation to finish out uh, this week's worth of practice where LaVisca Chenault and Xavier Woods, DJ Moore, another wide receiver ends up showing up on this report as well. So that'll be something to look at since uh, with an ankle, he was limited, maybe uh, uh, tweaked something in the Friday practice, which sucks because then you can't get up the speed going forward uh, for Sunday's game. So that'll be one to continue to monitor uh, as time goes by here. So uh, let me see. I was looking still for the Mike Tomlin comment, but of course I'm not going to end up finding it when I actually need it. Uh, there's uh, still a lot of talk about with the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, handling. Some people are talking about the handling of the back position. Do you trust Mitchell Trubisky? I don't at this point. Why would you play Mason Rudolph? Uh, if, he, if he stinks, it looks like a bad decision. If he's good, it looks like a bad decision because they're trying to insinuate then that drafting any picket would look like a bad decision. I don't necessarily know. Uh, wouldn't you want somebody that's capable to come in and be able to play and win some games? Maybe Mason still has a future. So I wouldn't necessarily go down that route necessarily. Uh, you just never know what his future is going to be. Maybe you never know. You don't know what Kenny's future is going to be with the two concussions already. So I'm going to jump right back into the Tomlin quotes coming from Mark Caboli of The Athletic, who's covered the Steelers for various many outlets over the years. And he says, we have a new one to add to the Tomlinisms. We have some clarity of where we're going, but there is no need to land that plane until it was required to land that plane. He's talking about this quarterback situation. Uh, also coming from Mark Caboli as well, Tomlin was asked about Pickett needing to have more practice reps since he's a rookie. He is listed as doubtful, and that accurately describes the position that he is in. Uh, Tomlin said 
everything except the words Kenny is out. So keep that in mind going forward. Uh, we covered some of the injury reports. Let's talk about some of the history and some of the other things with this game. Uh, Las Vegas, a line on this game, minus three Panthers over under 37 and a half. So they're not looking for a lot of points this week either. And when we're taking a look at comparing both of these squads against one another, you have the uh, Steelers 27th in points scored per game, 14th in points allowed versus Carolina 24th and 13th in the same category. So once again, these two teams are lining up to be pretty pretty equal here. The takeaway differential is Steelers at even Steven zero here, 15th in the league. Panthers minus two puts them at 18th. The Steelers are 24th in pass offense, 19th in run. The Panthers are 30th and 13th respectively. So they run better, pass worse. Not surprising considering who's been on the field for them thus far this season. Um, you also have... The On the defensive side of the ball, the Steelers are 24th against the pass, 15th against the run, while the Panthers are 15th and 24th. So just flip those two numbers, and the Panthers are worse against the pass, but better against the run, where the Steelers are, believe it or not, better against the run than they are <laughs> against the pass. It doesn't seem to make any logical sense when you take a look at the way these games have gone thus far, but the Steelers, they haven't played the Panthers since 2018. That was a huge, huge, if I remember, this might have been Thursday night football. It's like, when do you ever get a game where they finally the Steelers blow somebody out, right? 52 to 21. I think that's the last one that's really been like that in, in my recollection. November 8th, 2018. Uh, the Steelers lead the all-time series against the Panthers 6-1. to one. Uh, On the road, they are 2-1 and one against the Panthers. The last time they played there was in 2014. Steelers have won the past six of these contests against the the Carolina Panthers. So with the exception of losing the very first time they've ever played, they have not lost since. So it's been a very long time, even for a franchise that's only been around since the mid-90s to secure a victory against the Steelers. Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is 159-92-2 and two in 16 seasons with the team uh, versus... Um, Oh, I had it up here against the Panthers. But Steve Wilkes, who took over, is currently 4-4 four and four in his first year with the Panthers. He overall is 7-17 seven and 17 with his other year in the NFL as a head coach with the Arizona Cardinals. That was with Josh Rosen, pre Kyler Murray, and Cliff Kingsbury taking over. So Steve Wilkes has yet to face the Steelers and Mike Tomlin head-to-head. -head. This game is on Sunday, December 18th at 1 o'clock, being played in Charlotte, North Carolina at Bank of America Stadium, which holds just short of 75,000 people uh, when it's sold out. Field turf is your surface. The game will be carried by CBS, also NFL Plus and Paramount Plus, where applicable in your local regional area. So check those listings or check the map that I'm going to throw up here in one second where everything in green is the Steelers and Panthers coverage. And traditionally, I expect there would be another invasion of Steelers Nation over at uh, Bank of America Stadium just because this is uh, traditionally here in the green as you're looking at it, most of Ohio, Pennsylvania, all of West Virginia, Virginia is into Kentucky, uh, just a small uh, smidge of Tennessee that's out by North Carolina, South Carolina, down into Georgia, and, of course, the Baton Rouge area that seems to be a hotbed of Steelers football. Everything in the green is your TV coverage with Greg Gumbel on the play-by-play, -play, Adam Archuleta uh, with the color, and A.J. Ross as your sideline reporter. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of Steelers fans uh, in those areas, even despite there being 
a, a team there uh, for the last 25, 30 years, whenever it was. I uh, don't have the math in front of me, but what, 95, 96 was the inaugural year for those Carolina Panthers. And it's still, you know, there's a lot of maybe just first generation fans that are still on that, maybe just having some kids and stuff that's not quite totally all the way uh, ingrained into that. So when they used to watch and see the Steelers, that was their team down here. That's part of Steelers country down there. Uh, NASCAR and Marlboro country were two, right? Satellite radio covering the game. If you're looking for the Steelers call, that'll be on Sirius 156 XM 384 on the internet, 826. If you happen to really want to torture yourself and listen to the Panthers broadcast. I don't know why anybody would listen to the away team, but sometimes you get stuck with this. That's on Sirius 108, XM 228, or on the internet, 804. Could be some folks that are Panthers fans listening in. Hopefully I'm not too harsh on your team, but if you want, the Steelers call is, of course, Bill Hillgrove, Craig Wolfley. Missy Matthews and Max Starks are on the sideline. Scott Novak is your referee for this game. Um... Yeah, he's about as cut and dry as watching paint dry. Uh, Kenny Pickett, of course, is the leading passer for the Steelers. It's a moot point right now. Sam Darnold is uh, the leading passer for the uh, Carolina Panthers. Or I shouldn't say he's the leading passer, right? I should say that uh, right now, uh, that's actually still Baker Mayfield with 1,300-some yards. I should say that Sam Darnold, though, is in the driver's seat here, uh, 284 yards passing. Uh, on the season so you don't quite have his numbers because baker's no longer there anymore so you can't just say oh well baker's the leader of that team even though he still is by statistics Najee harris 704 yards on the ground thus far this season with five touchdowns he's got a 3.8 yards per carry average whereas donta foreman he uh, has 637 yards on about 40 fewer carries so he's averaging 4.3 per carry and four touchdowns um thus far this season uh you have Deontay Johnson leading the Steelers 67 catches 647 yards he just eclipsed Pat Fryermuth thus far this season DJ Moore 46 receptions 605 uh, yards for the Panthers. He has four touchdowns, whereas Johnson still has yet to find the end zone. Very, very weird. We don't have much time left to try and get him in. And I was talking about like the actual statistics and the ranks, but if you take a look at the points, uh, the points for and points against with these two teams, Steelers 17.5 per game to the Panthers 20, and that's on offense. On defense, the teams are allowing 22.5 to 23. Just Really, really, really lining up uh, pretty even Steven there. Defensively, 358 and a half yards relinquished by the Steelers on average to 343 and a half by the Panthers. Again, even Steven. Alex Highsmith, 10 sacks. Brian Burns, 10 and a half sacks. Mika Fitzpatrick leads with four picks. J.C. Horn on the other side with three. And you have Eddie Pinheiro, pretty much the only specialist I will point out here. Um he is 21 of 23 for point after attempts, 25 of 27 from field goal range. There's a number of things that could bring up as the small, little, fast facts, uh, but a lot of these are just kind of just meandering little piddly things that like, oh, TJ Watt had five tackles and a sack uh, last last week. He needs a half sack to become the third fastest player to 84 games uh, or th third fastest player in, with 84 games to reach 75 sacks since 1982 when it was officially tracked as a statistic. That's a pretty good one to look at right there. Uh, Sam Darnold had a had a touchdown pass last week, but he didn't do a whole lot otherwise. No interception. Uh, to just point out like his rating and stuff like that, it just uh, I'm trying to think how many pass attempts that he had. I'm gonna grab that for you real quick in um, their win over the Seattle Seahawks last week sam darnold 
getting it done with only 24 pass attempts. He was 14 to 24 for 120 yards. Yeesh. Those are some real, real mid numbers. Even Mitch had put up a little bit better than that. So you got to hope the Steelers can be able to uh, overcome the adversity that's going on right now. Uh, avoid like some of the some of the various players that could bring some pressure to you, like a Brian Burns, Shaq Thompson, J.C. Horn, a very good corner. In fact, uh, you got Xavier Woods and Jeremy Chin in that secondary. So they've been playing with a little more passion. Carolina has, and we'll have to see what the Steelers play with. We still don't know who the leader of that offense is going to be. And it seems like a couple of players are banged up on that side of the ball, which doesn't necessarily help matters either. So folks, that'll do it for me with the cheat sheet edition of the steel city underground podcast. Don't forget to check out our sponsor manscaped at manscaped.com and uh, take advantage of that holiday sale and get that in for yourself. Treat yourself, treat somebody else, you know, Get them the weed whacker and the lawnmower. Get them the whole performance package uh, before the holidays and before shipping closes out. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our show so you can get some more of this high-quality content anytime on demand over at YouTube or anywhere else you may listen to podcasts. My name is Joe Kuzma. And as I always encourage our viewers and listeners out there to do, especially heading in, we're into the main stretch, not only of the NFL season, but the holiday season. So I would like everyone out there to be safe, be good, and we'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.